0: It's not easy to express disappointment in a team that's already achieved this much. But, you know, that's how I feel right about now. It's disappointment in one specific area. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates, where you found this. The team was off yesterday, and you would think there would have been no news. But the news that did come, and it was early in the morning, was unwelcome, at least on this end. Radim Zahorna and Drew O'Connor were sent back to Wilkes-Barre-Scranton, And parenthetically, this doesn't matter at all, but Mark Friedman was sent down there with him on a conditioning assignment. He just needs to play. There's a rule now that allows a player to go down there without having to clear waivers just to make sure that he can stay active. Good rule, by the way. But Zahorna and O'Connor were ready, as I'd made the point in yesterday's show, to make a contribution here. They were ready to at least get a chance. I, I can see O'Connor, after the collapsed lung out on the West Coast, may be benefiting from getting a handful of games in the AHL. I don't see sending Zahorna back. I don't see not making any changes to this bottom six. Not in this setting. Not in this circumstance. We're talking about a lineup that really needs a swift kick in the rear end. If you want to just get short-term about it. If you just want to focus on how the lineups looked over the last couple of games in Toronto and then in the home loss to the Hurricanes. If that's the only thing you were focused on, it'd be worthwhile seeing some different faces. But extrapolate that. Think about what kind of benefit would come to this organization overall by having even one player, one, come up from the AHL and make an impact and make enough of an impact that they earn at least consideration to be part of your Stanley Cup playoff roster. One player is all that would take. And it's not as if this head coach doesn't have precedent for that. Mike Sullivan was also behind the bench when a bunch of Wilkes-Barre kids came up in 2016. Brian Rust, Scott Wilson, Tom Coonhackle, Connor Sheary. All of them, except Wilson, who got hurt, made an impact toward a championship. A championship. Imagine if they hadn't gotten the chance. In 2017, Jake Gensel came up. Gensel was a kid. Gensel scored right away. Gensel ended up being a pretty significant champion contributor to that team, and that team was the follow-up of a championship team. Should have been an even harder roster to crack. Jake got a chance. Jake made the most of it. Wouldn't have done that, wouldn't have been able to do that, if not for the chance. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. None of this makes sense. It doesn't even make sense if you start getting into roster technicalities. Because now, in pandemic times, Teams are allowed to carry around extra players. That's the whole taxi squad rule. There's a reason that Zahorna and O'Connor and others have been just kind of hanging around. Because they can. And yet, they're denied entry into this apparently exclusive club. I mean, I don't know how else to look at it. An exclusive club of players with... Zero, one, two goals on the whole season. How is Zach Aston-Reese keeping anybody out of the lineup right now? Just answer that one alone. How is Zach Aston-Reese keeping not just Zahorno and O'Connor, but how about Alex Nylander, who's been dynamite for Wilkes-Barre? How about Valtteri Pustinen? who's been the leading scorer down there. You know what? Maybe those guys stink. Maybe they'll be in over their heads with a promotion to the NHL. Maybe. I don't think so, but maybe. And if so, big whoop. Send them back. Try them out for two weeks. See what you got. These games aren't that important. They're just not. I know they feel like that, especially When the Penguins are lined up against a contender, like what we saw in these past two. But the standings, the standings point very, very convincingly toward this team qualifying for the tournament. They're going to get in. Let's see some of these other players. And while I'm at it, why not attempt something similar on the blue line? I know, I know, all six guys have stayed healthy for months now. Knock on wood, and all six are indispensable and can't be touched and everything else. But what if P.O. Joseph got a chance, like the one he got early last season, and really turned some heads, looked like he'd never go back down? What if that happened? Maybe that is the kind of thing that Ron Hextall could use to his benefit in setting up a trade possibility. No one anywhere pays more for their defensemen than the Penguins do. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. It's a very, very expensive group, and it's part of the reason that they have the cap issues that they do. If Joseph comes up and Joseph performs, Joseph will be doing so at league minimum. That's something that could help at the deadline. It's something that could help beyond. But we don't know. We don't know because he's not getting a chance either. I just don't like this, and I especially don't like it because of its direct contrast with actions and approaches that this same head coach took toward winning back-to-back Stanley Cups. He knows better because he's experienced better. When we come back, just one question. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, better get 30, better get 20, 20, 20, better get 20, 20, better get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. It's time for just one question that's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T, Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DK. FuboTV.com slash DK. Today's J1Q comes from Kevin, who says, Taking my daughter to a Penguins game next month. She'll be almost seven months old then. Any tips for a first-time dad taking an infant to a game, this will be her first sporting event and my first Penguins game since March 2020. Well, Kevin, I'm going to presume that you're doing this so that you can watch the game. It's okay to say so, my man. She's not going to retain a whole heck of a lot at that age. But yes, I can offer a couple of tips uh, for you and for anyone who takes young children or even infants to games. The first is be very aware that the place is very loud. This has nothing to do with the crowd or the cheering or the chanting or even the dreaded wooing. It has everything to do with how loud they will blast the music. This can be unsettling to children. I know because I've seen it with my own. Now, I wouldn't know what to do with a seven month old in that setting because they're not about to wear a set of headphones, but maybe it's something uh, that you'll want to be cognizant of as you head in there, that there's some kind of way to make sure that nobody's getting uh, excessively startled. The second one is to make yourself aware in advance of where PPG Paints Arena has family restrooms and places that you can take a child, whether it's for changing, uh, whether it's for feeding, whatever the case. If you go to the Penguins website or go to PPG Paints Arena's website, which is a separate thing, and look up the fan guide online. They have A to Z type questionnaires. All of that type of information, including first aid and anything else, is printed there very neatly and very easy to use. The third one, and I would hope that I'd never have to advise anyone about this, that it would just be common sense. So don't take this as an insult or anything, but just as crossing all of the T's and dotting all of the I's Please, please, watch your child, regardless of age, when it comes to warmups and shoot arounds, much more so than the game itself. Everyone's paying attention to the puck when the game is going on, not so much beforehand, and that's when you see fans just kind of walking around and Lotie dying, and yes, I know there's netting up now, but that netting doesn't go the whole way around the rink. And even what is there doesn't always keep deflected shots inside the rink area. Take it from someone who once got pelted at the Civic Arena in my left eye. I was just standing near a concourse uh, talking to one of my editors at the Post-Gazette. And the next thing I knew, boom, just below the left eye. I got lucky there, right on the socket. Gave it a deep bruise, a little bit of a crack, not... Not anything super serious, but at least a little bit scary, in terms of what could have happened. Uh, take care of the kid. Take care of the kid is what I have to say to you, without taking it too far and advising you to just leave leave the child at home. I appreciate the question, especially the different kind of question. Those are okay too. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one tomorrow.